we go.
one of the legends of voice acting is now gone. And you know me and Keegan, we love our voice actors, we love Troy Baker, we love I know Canadian Thanksgiving just passed, I think. So. Oh, really? Yeah. But anyway, um, we're going to be doing, like, what we're thankful for and everything. We're going to try to make it fun. Yep. 
you didn't even see it. Yeah, let's go with Taylor Conrad. It was friggin' yeah. like 66. Yeah. And of course, according to the New York Times in New York, intestinal cancer. Ooh, cancer of the intestine. Yeah. That sucks. That really sucks. And I heard it was a freestyle, but it's Jimmy Shelby. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, this is a really, really bad, like, yeah. and if he had this, like, cancer is not easy to recover from. It really isn't. Yeah. Depending on, it depends on the cancer, I think. 
Cancer is definitely not easy. Ryan? I don't think I'm on. You're on. I, I hear on? you. I'm yeah, you're on. I was just going to say, cancer is not that easy to get over. No, it's not, but you have to be very strong to get over it, and I respect those people who have gotten through it. And we don't mean to be so morbid in this. No, we're, we're not trying to, but it, it, we, we know what this kind of illness is. Like, we've had people, friends, family members. Yeah. I, I'm, well, I don't think I've had family members hit by cancer, but I've had friends who have had similar cases of cancer. Similar just, cancer, yeah. 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 But, yeah, like, okay, so here's more to this I will actually share, Ryan. The word Batman began trending on Twitter shortly after news of his death broke, with over 492,000 tweets going out in less than 24 hours. Wow. Yep. That's something. I gotta tell you, guys, like, people listening, this man was a legend. I know some of yeah. maybe younger in the mm-hmm. out there, but... Yeah. Like, he is the only Batman in my mind. One of the only Batman mm-hmm. in my mind. Like, yep. Other than Crystal Bell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It it was it was just shocking. Shocking to hear. Like, I think one of the earliest works that Yeah, the first earliest work that he ever did was a television film called Bartender, how to, title How to Pick Up Girls. And he was the bartender. That was in 1978. Wow. I don't know, but he got the voice for it, man. Let's see, when did he actually... Yeah, 1992 to 1995 is when the Batman animated series. He was Batman, Bruce Wayne, and he was additional voices. Yep. That was his main role, which is uh, awesome. He was Batman. Yep. It's just still uh, pretty awesome. And by the way, like, even though the Twitter followers, I gotta say, Ryan, Twitter's fucking failing right now. <laughs> I'm just saying that right now. We're not gonna go into that debate. Uh, I won't go into that, but I'm just gonna say that right now, because it we're is. Not, <laughs> we're not gonna go into All right. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just lo- I'm, lo- I'm looking through the roles right now. Like, I mainly just remember him as Batman from the animated series. He was in the Justice League. He came, um... Yeah, he was in... The new Batman Adventures, which I don't think I've ever seen that one. Um, he was in the Superman animated series. He was a uh, he. Um, he was in an episode when Superman actually found Batman. And he's like Bruce Wayne. He's like you peaked. <laughs> and then um, of course he comes back as Batman in Batman Beyond. He's also Bruce Wayne. Um, he's also stage Batman as well. But yeah one thing i one thing i really love when he comes back in batman beyond is batman beyond takes place in the future and that's the next generation of batman and all these characters and like like terry mcginnis who's technically a spoilers if you have not watched this series i highly recommend anyone to watch this series it's one of the best batman series a great follow-up to the to the original yes and to the justice league yeah yeah like it's literally the precursor to iron man (laughs) Yeah, but we're not going to that, but, but um, most, anyway. Most of you, you know, the audience members, they know him as Batman in the Arkham games. Yep. Yeah. Of course, he came oh. back when he did the Arkham games. 
He reprised his role as Bruce Wayne and Batman again, alongside with um, Mark Hamill reprising his role as the Joker. Oh, he was actually Batman and Batman and the Brave and Bold. Oh, he was. Oh, he was not the original Batman. He was. Uh, oh, he was a Phantom Stranger. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Did not know that. I did not know that. <laughs> now, Keegan, I want to talk about what are some of our favorite episodes of Batman the Animated Series and just the Batman was it. I think one of my favorite moments of the episode. It's been so long since I've watched it um, that I'm trying to remember. Um, what is it? Um. Oh, um, it's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's where he says that line originally, I am vengeance, I am the knight, I am man. If, if people have heard that in the Arkham game, that, that was not first. It was in the animated series first. Yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah. I think that was the pilot, but I not be if that, if that was the pilot, I, I can't quite really remember that. So my apologies for not remembering that so much. But yeah, like, that was really good. <laughs> we should have done a homework before this topic. Yeah, well, either way, like, I'm going this based, I'm going this based off memory, too. But yeah. But yeah, as far, as far as, like, video game rules, is like, oh, wow, get this. He was He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, the 2022 edition. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's his. That's his last role, I believe, or his last show role. That's awesome, though. Still. Oh, the 2022 one. Okay. Okay, I I can't believe he was in Teen Titans Go. Oh my god. Yeah, but. Yeah. He's Batman, of course. Yeah, he's, he's Batman. <laughs> yeah. He's Batman. Because he's Batman. But yeah, like, okay. Yeah, as far as like that, and then another one of like, to add to the topic, favorite moments of Kevin Conroy from the any animated series, I think one of my favorite moments has to be like, um, it has to be, I think, when um when he's in the Justice League, when he and Superman and like start the Justice League together in that moment. That was probably one of the most awesome moments for those two, is because yeah. like Bruce and Batman have never, or uh, Batman and Superman didn't really have a good like uh, <laughs> work relationship starting out because it started out in the Bat in the Superman animated series when they first met, and it's like yeah, we're really not like um, on good terms. I work alone, you work there. He's like, and then I remember in the in the pilot episode of the Justice League, the original, he's like, here, take this. It's just in case if you need help. And Batman didn't throw it away. I just expected Batman to throw it away. But he's like, no, I, I'll, I'll keep it and stuff. And it, w- it was amazing, though, still. Yeah. Because yeah. Superman and Batman are supposed to be friends, but they fight sometimes. Yeah, well, that, that's the Injustice games. So let's... Yeah. Well, they do fight still sometimes, I mean. Batman yeah, I mean... Yeah. I, I think, um... I don't know if you remember this episode, Ryan. It was in the Justice League show. This was an alternate universe Earth, and this kind of reminded me of the Injustice game. Well, before the Injustice games, I played this, or I watched that, and then this Injustice game came out. I'm like, alternate universe. This is a lot like that, because 
in that episode storyline, um, it started out with Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman going to the White House. And I'm like, why are they in the White House? And Lex Luthor's president. That can only mean great things. Yeah. And then, you, because, because of that time, they really censored like characters dying at that point. DC did. They very much heavily censored it, but I can't believe now that they show that shit. Yeah. It's so... I fucking hate it. I, I'm just saying that. But um, we, what we didn't know is that the Flash died, and basically Superman killed Lex Luthor. It was off screen when they cut it, but he's like, I feel great. And then it jumps at a certain point, and then, of course, the Justice League, they call themselves the Justice Lords at that point. I'm like, what the fuck? Batman would never do this and stuff like that. And then that alternate universe, Batman, found the reality where our timeline is. I think our, our Earth 101, or our, our Earth 1, whereas I think this is, I forget what Earth this is. There's so many Earths. It's like cr- universes, it's crazy. Yeah, and you see, like, there's... But yeah, basically, basically, they, basically, they, Batman says their Flash is still alive, and he says so is their Luthor. So it implied that Flash had died in their reality. I'm like, okay, Flash dying would would be a major point because he's kind of the Barry's kind of the jokester, funny guy of that. And even though Batman is Bruce, Bruce and Batman are like, yeah, I am who I am, but you cannot change. Like, you could tell that Bruce was kind of getting a a little bit. What's the word? Um, a little bit more attached to the other members of the Justice League. Yeah. Like he was actually starting to get working together, working as a team. He was starting to get out of the cave more often, and stuff like that. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, man. I imagine you can find it, but um, it's what's really, really, life, so yeah, what what's really what's really great about that episode as well, Ryan. I I get into the main point. It's Batman fighting Batman. And they're in the Batcave, and you literally just hear Kevin Conroy just... He's probably emoting to himself as both the characters. like, who elected you anyway? Who elected you? And you grab power. And with that power, we can prevent any one 18-year-old child from dying by some punk with a gun. And that sentence alone that he says that is so powerful. It's just how he... I I will link the episode. I will link that episode. I'll hang on a minute while I have Discord open. I'll send you the clip as well while I'm continuing talking. But it's one of the best moments from the Justice League series for me personally, because I remember watching this on Cartoon Network yeah. as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kevin Conroy, he has such a commanding figure as as Batman, like in the anime, yeah. animated series, like. It's I don't know how to describe it, man. Like I know I know we're like kind of like being like what's the word like idolizing him because he he is just awesome at it. But it's such a difference like approach as well like how he is compared to here. Yeah. 
because he's just know they know. Yeah. But yeah, like I think, and one of my greatest, one of my, um, another great moment for me. I, I know I'm not giving you a time. Why don't you do one of your greatest moments, Ryan? Um, I remember the episode when he met um one of Bruce Wayne's idols played by Adam West, actually. Oh, when was this episode? It was an episode where he and Bruce Wayne watched the television show. And Adam West was a voice actor Adam, in that? Adam West was a voice in that episode. Oh, wow. Yeah, two of the Batman. That's awesome. That is so awesome. Because I remember watching Adam West, that Batman series, ever since I, my father and I, we found it on TV. It's like, yeah, I'm watching my next great series. Now I love it still to this day. I love that series. Yeah, me too. And yeah, but yeah, I mean, he will always be in our hearts. Like he lives on. Absolutely. Kevin Conroy will live on. Yeah. I think uh, one of my favorite moments. um, Another one of my favorite moments from um, that from the. from the Justice League animated series was, I think, yeah, it was, it was the same episode as well. Like, Batman couldn't really do anything. All the Justice League, they were trapped um, from the Justice Lords. Basically, they trapped them and imprisoned them, and Batman's monitoring them. And what Flash did was, Flash, he, he increased his heartbeat so fast, it looked like it was flatlined. And not only when he unlocked him, he went to go uh, free his Batman, he's, and Batman's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm punching in all the possible key codes, and and he tells him the code. He's like, and he does it. He's like, how did you know that? He's like, because I know myself. That's the code okay. I use. Yep. And he's like, he's like, why didn't you figure out a way? He's like, well, I could have, but I didn't want to anticipate any move I could make. Did I mean, start doing like more private reactions, like don't record them, just tag out and watch something. Like, oh yeah, we we got to do that. Yeah, like that's what we should probably do. Yeah. <laughs> Like, just find the, if I could find the clips as well, is like, just watch this and it's just, like, perfect as well. Like, don't record it. Just hang out and watch two episodes of Batman or this yeah. movie or Avatar yeah. Last or something. Mm-hmm. But we're yeah. together and do that. Yeah. But, yeah, like, that was, like, still that episode's just still pretty great. And it's fresh in my mind, too, because it is what Batman is for me. Um, but, yeah. I mean, Kevin Conroy, he knows how to be Batman, and it's like, it, there's such little moments from, like, each episode as well. I think one of the, um, one of my favorite moments from Justice League Unlimited is when, um, Bruce is, like, it's an episode where I think, um, the Justice League, they had to take out a character named Mordred, um, who had an amulet of burst magic. He basically made, he got rid of every adult in the world, um... And all that left were children. And he was like... Um, Morgan Le Fay, who was his mother, she basically gave him the ability of eternal life. Um, uh, no. Uh, different. Well, magic, yeah. But a different kind of magic, in a way, was using it. But um, what, would, what happened at the end of that episode was like... 
um, Diana is talking to me. It was like, it was fun being a kid a little bit. It was like, I haven't been a kid since I was eight years old. And I'm like, damn, because that's such a, because you have to, we, we know at this point, Ryan, like his childhood was ruined after his parents died. I mean, still, like, still gets to me. Still gets to me. I mean, yeah. I mean, I still think probably just, like, one of my favorite moments as well is, like, when he's with, uh, it's either Dick Grayson or, um, what's the other Robin? Um, Dick Grayson, Tim Drake. Yeah, Tim Drake. Tim Drake and, uh, Dick Grayson. Like, I mean, Dick's kind of, like, been, like, yeah, I want to go out and do my own thing. And then, but when Kevin Conroy, like, performs it, I remember, like, when I think it's in the animated series as well, I remember that scene when he takes in um, Dick Grayson. Um, let me see if I can look it up for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. I'll let you. I'll let you say your moments. While you're doing that, I'm gonna go get a drink. Sure. I'll be right back. Just keep keep the audience entertained. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically the moment where Bruce starts to act like a father. Like, of course, if you guys don't know, like the first, 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 first Robin reveal is his name is Dick Grayson, and that's the first Robin we ever really see technically. And the thing about him and um, Bruce is like uh, Dick Grayson. He originally came from a circus, circus, and he and his mom and dad were part of a group called, I think, the Flying Graces, if I'm correct. And they had um, the emblem, I believe the emblem on their chest was is the emblem for Nightwing, the bird emblem for Nightwing. And what's pretty cool um, about that whole situation is there was an accident in the circus, and Bruce, I believe, was there, and he heard about it. And he know I think he understood what it was like for Dick for Dick because of his situation when he was young. And so he was like, I'll take you in and you won't have to be alone. So he so he understood. He knew um Dick's pain and stuff like that. Which is still like probably just one of my um one of my favorite moments in all of uh, just that moment when Bruce himself can be a father because even though he's not the most perfect man, well, not the most perfect person, I mean, he had Alfred, he had all his, um, his help from every one of his mentors and everything, even around the world as well, and he, but he still tries to be a comfort figure for, for Dick, for Tim, and stuff like that. Basically for all the Robins. Yeah, and I think, like, even though this is off-topic, like, one of the best, like, moments, I will say this, like, even though Kevin Conroy didn't voice Bruce, or, uh, uh, Batman in, um, Batman Bad Blood, I think that's what the, that title was, was it Bad Blood, I believe, but, um, what had happened was, um, um, Bruce had beaten Dick, because, well, Bruce, uh, Batman was under control, or mind control, um, Dick was like, you don't kill, Bruce. You never kill. And he's pointing a gun straight at Dick. And he's like, you're not just a mask. You're a man. The best man I've ever known. And I'm like, that's right, Batman. I'm like, and I'm like, that's right. Like, 
that moment, like, you can tell, like, even though Dick was very much, like, wanting to go off on his own, you could tell that as not just as a figure, Batman, but Bruce Wayne, he really had an impression on him. He really was like a father to him in a lot of sense. So who would have thought that not just as a character that Kevin Conroy, not just Kevin Conroy, but other of the Batman voice actors have brought for not just Batman, but Bruce Wayne himself as a character. Yeah, that's what I like about Kevin Conroy's performance. He really knew how to play Batman, but yeah, he also really knew how to play Bruce Wayne as well. Like, mm-hmm. really well. And, like, to the best of his ability. Yeah. I think in, like, yeah, I think in one of the storylines when, um, Bruce actually witnesses uh, Dick Grayson's parents die. He actually paid for the whole um, he paid for the whole funeral and everything. Which gotta remember, rich billionaire guy. But um, yeah, he was still a very generous thing he did because he understands that and stuff like that, which is awesome. Of him. But yeah, um, yeah, like so that's like just one of my favorite moments, like him even being a mentor. As well, well like, like, and not just not that, that, but, but as, far as far as like, like just not only not just favorite roles, roles I want to get, get into video game roles. roles. I don't know about you, Ryan, or do you have any other moments you want to talk about? Yeah, me too. Just get into it. Just get into it. All right. I mean, I think we got to talk about the Arkham games, man. Yeah, man. That's really the first instance that I saw Kevin Conroy. When I first heard the Batman voice was in that game. Yeah. Like, like when, when I when I, I first like I think the first Batman game for me really at this point was Arkham City. I'm like Arkham City. I don't know an Arkham City. At that time, I had stepped away from Batman. I'd stepped away from DC a little bit. Um, just doing life stuff, other interests, and all that stuff. And then I realized, oh, it's not it's not Arkham City. It's actually a part of Gotham City that's been forged up, turned into Arkham City, just putting more. Arkham Asylum patients and, <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But the but game the was game really was good. good. It did it remind me a lot of the Dark Knight in a lot of ways. Uh, it made this game made you really feel like you were Batman. Like, what is Bruce? What does Batman have to go through to be the world's greatest detective? To have all these things and stuff like that. The combat itself is awesome. The suit's pretty cool. Um, even um. Not the, not the not just not the Arkham, Arkham City, City, but also, but the, also the armored, armored edition, edition that came, came with, the with the Wii U. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Made, made, made you feel like you were like Predator, Predator almost, almost a little, a little bit. bit. <laughs> yeah, Predator. Yeah. Like, like I mean, as I mean, far as, far as that, that, like, the performances he gave in that game were amazing. Just from the subtle voice acting of, like, wanting to just get at the Joker. I mean, like... Still, like, like, probably, probably like, like, one of my, I don't, I don't know, know, like, it, it's, it's a really, really good, good moment at the end of Arkham City. City. You, pl- you, you watched, watched or played Arkham City, City, right, Ryan? Yeah, I've watched it. And yeah. Like, we, 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 we know that we know the Joker was, Batman was going to probably at least heal the Joker, probably not. But then the Joker's like, think of this as a running gag. He stabs him in the arm, drops the cure, and like, like, well, what the do you think was going to happen, you idiot? Like, to be fair, that's on Joker's fault. Yeah. Like, let's, let's be real, be real here. here. And then Batman's, Batman's like, like, you know, you know what? what? Even, even if, if 
that didn't happen, I still would have saved you. He's like, yeah, that is pretty funny. And he's still like laughing. He's still laughing maniacally. And then he just dies. I'm like, at that moment for me when I was playing, I'm like, the Joker is dead. I don't know how I feel about that. I I don't know how I feel about the Joker being dead. And it's not Batman's fault, too. He's going to take it on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. But yeah, Arkham City, like, still had some of the greatest performances from even from him. Like, I'm a man of my word. And, like, even, like, when he's doing the inner monologues to himself, like, giving you tutorials of, like, how you should be Batman and stuff like that. Think and stuff like that. Even just not being Batman, Bruce Wayne himself when he plays Bruce Wayne, and you break Penguin's hand. It's just great. And then you not only that, you bust out of the cuffs. It's awesome. Like, just so cool. Yeah. Anybody who hasn't played or watched the Arkham games, go do that. Really good. I mean, really, really good performances and really good. The team as well did a really good job on the games as well. Um, yeah. And I, I gotta say, like... I gotta say, like, Arkham Knight, not really the strongest. The only thing that was really strong for me was the Batmobile. Let's be real here. Yeah, I only, like, two games. Yeah, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City were good. Not that I'm dissing Arkham Knight a whole lot. I'm just like, okay, is it Damian Wayne or Jason Todd? And then I'm like, oh, it is the Red Hood. The Arkham Knight's basically just the Red Hood. Spoilers if you haven't watched Under the Red Hood. But, um... Yeah, even yeah. though Kevin Conroy didn't, didn't voice that, that, that was a really, really good performance. Good performance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah I, think, I think, especially, like, because Kevin, um, like, Batman was, like, Jim, it has to, like, they had to take off the mask to show who Batman was, and it was Bruce Wayne. It's like, oh, my God, what is that going to be like for actual people? Because we all seen it. Like, Batman is Bruce Wayne. Like, is that a surprise to the people? It's like... Why? I mean, I don't know why that is a surprise to people, but I, I guess if I was in that world, I could probably understand from their reaction. But yeah, it's just like it's it's something. It's just I don't know what on how to describe it, but yeah, like it's just so much I could talk about. But it's just like so much we could talk about in one topic. But we don't have yeah. two hours to dedicate to this unless you want. No, 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 no. But just some great, just some great moments. Just some great. When I was originally thinking on this topic, I just think I just thought of it as like, okay, we should do a two-hour podcast <laughs> on Kevin Conroy. Yeah, like, and just talking about our favorite moments from Batman as well is just like, yeah. It's just like I think like. I think, I think just, just like, like it's like, like I don't know, man. Like that, that moment when you realize in the Arkham uh, Arkham Knight game is like, yeah, Batman dies. It's like, how is Batman gonna die? And everyone knows Batman is now Bruce Wayne. Like, what's gonna happen now? Yeah. Is this the end to the Batman legacy? Is this is this because there's still Nightwing. There's still. Uh, I mean, yeah. Robin. Yeah, I, I have not seen anything on Gotham Knights because I don't want to be spoiled by it. 
Um, I don't know if it's any really good. The trailers really amped it up, but I don't. I, I know it just involves the court of the owl. Involves the court of the owls. Yeah. Was it really? Was the story really not that good? Okay. Yeah, because I haven't really gone. I got to get back into it myself. Oh, that Batman's not involved. And um, four. Oh, no, not four. Um, what is it? It just involves Robin, Batgirl, Nightwing, and Red Hood. It has to be. It has to be that. It has to be that. Then they what? <laughs> well, I mean, that's pretty much no different from Batman Bad Blood. When uh, Batwoman, Nightwing... Um, yeah, Batwoman, Nightwing, Damian Wayne, Robin... And uh, Nightwing, a new a new character, Nightwing, basically Iron Man, Batman, um, which is Lucius's uh, son, which is pretty cool, um, are like a team. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool! Like we literally have two new Batman figures, and one of them is a hardcore version of Batgirl, which is awesome. Yeah. Cause yeah, Batwoman. When I first saw her, I was like, who is that? I don't. That's not Batgirl. Because she's wearing the, she's wearing the black and red like a Batman Beyond, but just very. And I really like the story in Batman Bad Blood. Is like she obviously made her suit not with Bruce Wayne's tech. She obviously made it from um. Just uh, military esque because she was former military, so yeah. Um, former military training tactics, and she used a gun, so you could tell that yeah, she's not with Batman. <laughs> I mean. About let's just say, like, I don't want to pay, like, so many bucks for the game, but when it gets down in price, yeah, I'll pick it up. Yeah, maybe I will. Yeah, maybe I will. But on game or something, yeah. Yeah. It's not a a PS4. It's a PS5 exclusive. Bullshit. If you're going to do that. Oh, that's... But I'm going to buy an Xbox. So. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I I'll play it or not, but I'm just I'm I'm, I'm still thinking about it. But anyway, uh, yeah. As far as like favorite favorite games like go in discussion, I think we've have we reached what we wanted to talk about with Kevin Conroy. I think. Like how much we admire him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. Are you kidding me? We cannot just, like, he, like, I think, like, the final moment for me is, like, so we all know the Dark Knight series. Christian Bale was Batman and Bruce Wayne in that. But I got to talk about this one particular moment where um, I think uh, Kevin Conroy, he was reading a quote, uh, or I, I think the script line of that moment from the Dark Knight when uh, Harvey Dent dies, uh, he um, uh, reads um, he reads Christian Bale's note 
uh, lines that he as Batman was like, Gotham needs its true savior. Like, it's even actually, I believe it's at Talking Tunes, I believe, with Ron, yeah, with Rob Paulson as well. It was so freaking cool. Like, I even, yeah, it's a pretty good podcast. I gotta, I gotta go back and watch previous ones of it. But, um, what's pretty cool about that as well is like, someone took the clip from The Dark Knight and then just clipped over his voice. And, like, I'm looking at it right now. And, yeah, dude, it's freaking phenomenal. It's freaking phenomenal. Like, even just, like, no disrespect to Christian Bale. Christian Bale did a good job on that role. I, and Christian Bale is one of the coolest actors, in my opinion, because when I first saw him, he was pretty awesome. But even, like, he did a good I believe uh, Christian Bale, who did his own Batman, did a really good job. But hearing the line with Kevin Conroy, it just sounds it, it's it, it's different. I'll admit it's different, but it's cool. But it's still cool. Like you, yeah, you. Well, you have to remember, he's wearing a mask. You have to remember, he's wearing a mask so he can't really use his voice. What were you doing with the talks? I want answers. But I think, like, when when uh, Kevin Conroy read the lines, he's like, you either die a hero or you live yourself long enough to see yourself become a villain. Oh, man, it's like, I can do those things, it's like, because I'm not a hero. Like... Even, like, that movie, The Dark Knight, still changed my perspective of Batman. Yep, that's the scene I'm talking about. Like, and that movie, that was probably one of the darkest Batman movies I ever watched, because I can't talk about how much kill, killing that was going on in that movie. I was like, oh my god, dead, 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 dead. Oh my god. Joker just... Kills him. Pull the trigger. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. Like, it still shocks me, and I think that's why I'll watch that movie the less, is because uh, blowing up the hospital, man, still. I, I got to talk about that. Blowing up that hospital. I. It's just a shocking sight. Yeah. But... But anyway, back to this. Yeah, Kev, again, really sad about the passing of Kevin Conroy, but rest in peace. We do bid you goodbye, and you will never be forgotten. You will. Rest easy. All right. All right. After that long, emotional uh, talk, I think why don't we get down right to our next topic. What do you think, Ryan? All right, so as far as, like, movies I've been watching, I don't know if you went and watched this. I watched uh, in theaters. I think it's for the 70th anniversary coming up for Godzilla against... Or, yeah, basically the whole Godzilla series. Godzilla against Mechagodzilla. Oh, dude, you got to get into Godzilla, dude. It's awesome. It's worth it. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. Which Americanized stuff? Tristar. Yeah, the one that Tristar uh, messed up and Toho bought the rights to it and killed it on screen. Yeah. Dude, you... Yeah, to be fair, though, dude, like, that, those ones are really great, but you gotta get into the Toho stuff, man. You, you get, that's where it, re- like, really started. Like, I could recommend you some good Godzilla movies, dude. Yeah, we could Yeah, because a couple of them, I found one of them that's free to watch on YouTube. And free with no ads, too, which is great. And we could do like a just a private watch party, you and me. Play. Probably playing for Yeah. It was great. It was actually really cool to see a, a Toho Godzilla film in theaters. Um, it, it never, it, it never like took my breath away. Like. I, I hadn't watched this movie in a while, but I very much remembered it very well. It was basically recreating um, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, only just this was the Millennium version, which is basically like there's Haishi, I forget the first one, and then there's Millennium, which is basically this era that we're in right now. Um, well, technically past it, but... Um, and then this basic movie basically didn't ignore the previous plot. It had a homage to the first ever movie of Godzilla, because in 1954, that's when Godzilla first attacked Tokyo. And this movie takes place like 45 years after that. So the Godzilla that appears in this is the second of its kind. And it's rampaging through Tokyo. And they decide to create Mechagodzilla. Well, basically a weapon to try to combat Godzilla. Because they never thought it would come back to haunt Japan. So they basically found the original skeleton of the 1954 Godzilla. And they basically using the skeleton created a bio robot a robot with a skeleton to basically help base it off Godzilla's body and not only did they did that but they built a but they created all uh the supercomputers and everything based off its DNA as well and, and but that led to a very disastrous side effect because <laughs> when um when they did that um Godzilla roared and it triggered something in Mechagodzilla. They lost all control of the computer systems and everything. And it remembered that it was Godzilla back in 1954. And so it just took that body on a rampage and just completely leveled that section of Tokyo. Yeah, it's one of the reasons. Yeah. It's been a long time. But that, yeah, that was like... And it, it just completely like... Like, yeah, it remembered it was Godzilla back in 1954. How crazy is that? It's not, it's a bio robot. They didn't just make, they didn't just make this thing out of completely metal, Ryan. They basically used the DNA of the original Godzilla in the bones and stuff. That's how they basically um, made the computer systems and stuff. And then that's basically what triggered uh, Godzilla triggered something in it when after Godzilla roared. Yeah. But they had to create a new set of computers in order to make sure that didn't happen again. Yeah. But even so, like you don't mess with it's like that taboo. You don't mess with life and all that kind of stuff. And it it basically it basically did what G- uh, Ghidorah did in uh, 
Godzilla vs. Kong, Ghidorah took control of that mechanized body and made it his own. Just crazy. It's like you basically bring someone back from the dead and say, oh, hey, I got a new body, I got all these weapons and stuff, I'm going to use this to my advantage. I mean, so yeah. But uh, they called him uh, Kiryu, which is Mechagodzilla. Kiryu, I forget, it means something in Japanese. Dragon something. But, um... Uh, what was I thinking? Um, this is, lo- like, when Kiryu is- comes into battle, it's probably the most realistic. It's loaded with, like, a mech unit with it. But this mech unit can easily be destroyed and stuff like that, which is uh, handy. Like, And if it needs to, Kiryu can actually go, like, um, into combat if he wants to. Um, like, it's loaded with missile launchers, uh, laser guns, and has a mouth beam, which is a, a laser, uh, what they call a maser. It's a very high, powerful electrical beam, but it also is, like, it also, like, t- par- or tases Godzilla a little bit. Like, it definitely affects him, but it doesn't affect him for very long. Like, and I think the, ma- the main weapon is actually pretty crazy. It's called the Absolute Zero Gun. And when they showed it off, it's like it's a pretty crazy weapon when you think about it, Ryan. Because it has, it fires a we- it fires at a sub uh, zero degree, basically absolute zero. Like when they shot it at a building as a test fire, um, it froze the building entirely and then it shattered completely. Yeah. And in order to make the the whole plot of the movie when they made this is like. Um, the government, the Japanese government, they brought in the in- they brought in the best minds in Japan when it came to the weapons, um, micro um, microelectronics, uh, roboticsis, um, movement and stuff, and computer data. Like you, you bring in the top minds for to make this weapon to defend your country against this monster, yeah. which is absolutely insane. But um, of course, like I said, like. They when it, this ended, the movie ended in a draw. Godzilla got wounded. I mean, they fired the absolute zero cannon at point blank in him in the water. Uh, Godzilla got damaged, uh, but he was forced to retreat because he was wounded too badly. Because he he actually got a pretty good hit to his chest area when you see the the suit's damage. Uh, and then Kiryu also suffered damage as well. Lost his arm, and the absolute zero cannon was destroyed in the process as well. But, uh, yeah, that movie ended in a draw. Like, they even said, like, well, we couldn't destroy him, but we did manage to drive Godzilla away. It's like, yeah, you, you couldn't kill him because Godzilla is one tough son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, Godzilla is, like, Godzilla. He's Godzilla, I mean. But they forced him to retreat. So, like, that just goes to show you, like, yeah, he's not invincible. They can easily kill him if they wanted to try. The original one? Yeah. I mean, everyone does not like that one because, well, actually, technically, there's two versions of that because in the Japanese version of that, Kong went, uh, Godzilla wins, and the in the American version, Kong wins. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm like, why the fuck would they do that? <laughs> no, because it's the Oh, no, 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 no. As proven in Godzilla vs. Kong, Godzilla has more power 
He put him in his place in that movie, too. Put his foot on his chest and basically said, stay down. We both, we both know that. We both know that. Um, yeah, we, you and I know, both know Godzilla is... Yeah, yeah, Godzilla being tongue, whatever. It was proven. It was I mean, even in that 3D animation, they didn't hold back with that. They both gave it their all. They both had their moments. Godzilla still came out on top. And to be fair, though, to be, to be fair, though, to be fair, give give Godzilla credit. He didn't kill him. He chose not to kill him. Yeah, Well, we, I don't think Godzilla. Well, remember, I don't think the plot of that movie. I don't think Godzilla really wanted to kill Kong. Yeah, because we're setting up for another movie called Godzilla and Kong. Oh, really? That's the title for the next one. This is true. Yes. Oh, okay. So that's a t- confirmed title for that. Like all I say is they better not they better team up. I love I love the dynamic duo at the end of them of that of that movie. Um but um like that that We already had one. He's dead. Oh yeah. He got his head ripped off again. <laughs> yeah, Kong hit him with the axe. Like they they but they had to work together because it's obviously like one of them wasn't gonna beat him. Yeah. I mean, it was an intense fight. Like it really showed. Like all I say is that really showed how cool Godzilla is fighting underwater. Because we need more of that in Godzilla movies. I feel like we need at least one battle where he fights an enemy underwater. Because it goes to show you when he fights someone underwater, he's at the complete advantage of that. That is completely his territory. Like, he will rip you to shreds. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Godzilla against Mechagodzilla 2002. I believe that movie came out in, in USA. But, uh, yeah. A good, a good movie. Uh, definitely new. Definitely techniques I'm seeing. How they did with the suits. Um, that was greatly improved. I still love it. I still even love the um, the the scenes that they do for it. it. It's it's awesome. I just it's that old traditional like Toho stuff that you can never really like look at this and say this isn't this is not so bad when you actually like just don't care about everything and just watch it. Yeah, it's a movie. At the and that's what it is at the end of the day. It's a movie. It's not for anyone's real opinion or anything. It's meant to be enjoyable. Yeah, it's a movie. This and I I hate when people say this and don't like don't say like it's a movie. We have to remember it's a movie. It's just meant for entertainment. Like people's opinions aside, of course, but yeah. It's just a movie like people are going to offer their opinions and yada yada. We know that. But How was that, by the way? It was really good. Wait, I know you have your things about the Rock, but you don't. Um, 
No, I heard he was going to be Black Adam before this movie and the trailers were announced, but I was like, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'll see how they portray him, Black Adam as, but... Oh, yeah, because I knew uh, the Justice Society, not the Justice League, the Justice Society was in this. And I was like, ooh, I'm curiously surprised. But so, but so much more cool. Let's be real here. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He is just like, yeah. I mean, Dr. Fate's like so cool and everything. Like, I'm not even going to joke about that. Like, yeah. I know uh, Hawkman's in, in that movie as well, right? Not Hawkgirl, Hawkman. Who, who is it? <laughs> Don't know if I know him. Wait, he's not. He's not Flash. He's not a precursor Flash. Oh, I thought you said it was Flash. See if I can, or if it's still in theaters. Watching uh, two uh, football games. One was um, it was before the Green Bay Packers versus the Dallas Cowboys. It was the Vikings versus I forget that name. That was probably one of the best games I I saw uh, in terms of football of this year. Yeah. Probably just one of the best games I saw overall this year. Yeah. yeah. Been watching any other thing as a plate? I mean, not really. It's like I've been playing MMOs. Oh my god! EverQuest. EverQuest? Yeah. I don't know if I know EverQuest.
<sighs> Sorry, I'm just getting a little. My allergies, my allergies are kicking in a little bit, so I hate when they do that. I think we should get into you playing God of War, I I played the old ones, but um, I've been seeing uh, God of War Ragnarok. Holy shit! I did not expect it to go this way at all. <laughs> no, me neither. Like, I mean. I mean, let's be real here. I mean, I know the game has been out for, like, a little bit now, but it was already leaked. Like, Thor and Odin showing up and Kratos' doorstep. Yeah, it was already in the last Yeah. No, but Thor, Thor shows up. They show the exact same scene when you see the hammer, and he says, like, can I come in? I brought mead. I'm like, what? Is he actually want to drink with Kratos? And and then he walks in. He's like, Thor is so much bigger than Kratos. I'm like, oh man, he's so big. Yeah. And then they they sit down on one of the tables, and Thor puts up Mjolnir. I'm like, oh man. And then Kratos just Kratos just puts up his axe. I'm like, uh, I don't know what to say about that. Like these, like I think this has been something fans have been wanting. Kratos. And Thor meeting. Yeah, that's what it was like. And not and not Marvel Thor. This is not this is not the Marvel Thor. This is clearly uh, Santa Monica Studios. Let, 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 let me finish, Ryan. This is Santa Monica's version, and also portraying to the Norse, the actual Norse mythology version of Thor. Yeah. 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 Because it's pretty it's pretty crazy and. Just, I love the lines like, you seem like a calm, reasonable man, person. Are you calm and reasonable? When the moment comes, I'm like, oh, man, Kratos. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if any, I don't know if anyone that knows uh, Odin or Thor, but like the moment like you see the birds, it's like, oh, man. And then. Yeah. He has two ravens. Yeah. Yeah, he has um, Hugin and Mugen. And then, actually, you hear a knock at the door, and I'm like, and then Odin himself shows up. Which Odin, in this game, looks kind of like Hades from the Hercules movie. <laughs> he's, he's all talk. I mean, like, he's as, he's as what was portrayed in, um, or, or at least what Mimir was saying about him in the old... Uh, in the previous in the previous game was like yeah Thor Odin is actual asshole he adds it to his collection yeah stuff like that helps him style is all mean, seeing all knowing this game is like super cool and I can't wait to get my hands on it and play it I gotta like, you, play play the first one well you better start man well you better start man I don't know what's I don't know what's holding you up Well, you better get on it, or Kratos is gonna come. Yeah, you better get on it, or Kratos is gonna come kill you. I'm telling you, dude, like that scene where they both put the hammers down and Kratos put the axe down. Yeah. Classic Western, like. That is like, yeah. Put your all your weapons down and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like. Oh man, dude. I I don't know about you. I got chills from that. Yeah, me too. I got. Oh, right now? Yeah, currently. 
Uh, Jacksepticeye. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah. You, you told me you were watching Jacksepticeye's. Yeah, Jacksepticeye's pretty good with his stuff. Yeah. I think that's going to be it for... What's up, Ryan? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ryan, say that again. I couldn't hear you. So yeah, I think I think that's gonna be it for. Well, I think we I think we have one topic unless you want to like save it for next time. I'll, I'll save it for next time. For All right. Yeah, cause we yeah, like it's getting a little late. Plus, um, I think we. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to push you so much than you already have, buddy. But yeah, I think like the these next couple of weeks are gonna be just go a little bit difficult for both of us just because of what. What well, what holidays going on? Obviously, yeah. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I'll keep in touch with you as well. But anyway, guys, that has been it for Pandemic Lounge. I've been Keeks Cosplay and Art. And I've been Maya Wolfgang. We'll see you next time. See you next time.